Yeah, I'd like a hot dog all the way, please. Coming up. Here you go. Thank you. Ew. What, what is this? That's a corn-based hot dog flavored tube shape thing. It's, uh, it's almost good. That'll be $4.50. You know what? No thanks. If almost good enough isn't good enough for you, why would it be good enough for your pet? Add kennel kelp to your furry friend's diet. Sprinkled on your pet's food, kennel kelp helps with arthritis pain and stiff joints. It can also reduce shedding, fill in missing areas, and improve their looks. Healthy pets show even more energy and have better attitudes. See results in four to eight weeks. The good news is, kennel kelp isn't just for pets. It's good for you, too. Sprinkle it on your cereal or use it instead of table salt when seasoning your food. Kennel kelp is the holistic care solution for pets and their people. Safe for dogs, cats, birds, cows, chickens, reptiles, almost anything that walks, flies, or slithers. It's a holistic health solution for humans, too. To learn about their many products, visit kennelkelp.com. Get kennel kelp for a happier, healthier life. Okay, everyone, welcome to another edition of the BH Sales Kennel Kelp Holistic Healing Hour. Today, main mentor moments in business and in life. With your host and moderator, me, Grandpa Bell, welcome one and all. Invited audience, ubiquitous audience. We continue to grow Expo eventually with your help by paying it forward. Like us, share us, YouTube channel, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. This is one of three daily podcasts I do for the last five years and running, five years plus. Now in full retirement, in this episode will go for about 30 minutes, another main mentor moment in business and in life. Today, going to take a little bit, different scope time permitting, looking at market sharing. And trying to squeeze in holistic health overall, part of market it if indeed we're applicable for the market share of the wholesale shopping club membership CTFO specifically, and one of two part-time for myself in full retirement market share opportunities that I do just that sharing market sharing. So we'll take a 10-second break. When we come back, we're going to try to encompass in 30 minutes holistic health, nature, beauty, class, down-to-earth, and special. Hover on those six words if you would. We'll come back from break, and I'll try my very best in this episode in 30 minutes to incorporate another main mentor moment in business and in life. Thanks for joining us, and we'll be right back in 10 seconds. Hey everybody, it's Grandpa Bill. Thanks for joining these series of shows that I do daily, whichever particular one you're tuning in today. The one of the three that I do daily, and also my YouTube channel. Thank you, one and all, for continuing to join these shows. They're all geared around holistic healthcare products distribution, and they're all in regards to. Mentoring, like in today's topic, to follow 
setting clear expectations. So everyone is welcome daily to the holistic BH Sales Kennel Kelp Holistic Healing Hour podcast. I'm your host, Grandpa Bill, and I am now retired, continuing to be a goodwill ambassador for much of what encompassed a 50-year-plus career in the healthcare genre and many other. Entrepreneurial ventures. I'm passionate about helping people achieve their optimal health and well-being. In these series of podcast shows, we explore all things holistic healing, and we talk to experts on my hosting side of life, to experts about a wide range of topics, including nutrition, herbalism, acupuncture, yoga, meditation, and so many more. We also share personal stories and tips from my own journeys to holistic healing. So whether you're just starting out as a seasoned holistic healer, patient, healthcare provider, all-encompassing, I hope you'll find something valuable in all of these podcasts to include today's episode. So please stay tuned, and after a brief message. Get right to today's subject. Thank you, everyone. Okay, welcome back, and we'll wrap this up in about ten minutes or so. So, CTFO wise, mentor moment in business and in life. I want to leave you with a couple of thoughts on. Jury's always out on this, but what is the best approach to market share healthcare products overall, and most assuredly ours, based on what we've already talked about and your degree of familiarity in the audience, invited audience, team members, those that are developing team, CTFOs that come and support me in listening to the podcast. Thank you. I know who you are, and I appreciate you doing that. Ubiquitous audience that may happen to be here, one and all. So embrace what I'm about to say with all due respect. Wherever you may be in your dynamic, in your listening audience, in my listening audience, in your life, interchange, interact with my polls, please. In surveys at all of my shows, this helps develop what I'm trying to pay forward in retirement, goodwill ambassador, and most assuredly, still market share this opportunity. But mentor moments in life and in business also. I'm at a different element in time for myself. So. Things I experienced and so forth. Past lives, Jacob Marley, business and in life. The best approach to market share healthcare products, obviously, overall in the genre and in the marketplace. We exchanged some statistical data at the tail end of last show, as I alluded to in this one. The best approach to market share healthcare products will vary, of course, depending on the specific product or products, and whatever target market or markets. <laughs> One is geared to wherever one would fall in that scenario as an individual and a company. 
However, there's general principles that can be applied to any marketing campaign. Overall, most assuredly, healthcare. Understand the target market as it stands as you extrapolate your data. Who are you trying to reach with your product or products? What are their needs and wants? Ask. Ask in your deliberation. Ask them to market share. Would they be willing to take on a product or products with a 60-day unconditional empty bottle money-back guarantee? Simply ask for the opportunity to share, and then move along, little doggy. You're not selling anything. You're not selling anything, or if you are, that might be the bullet in your foot that you might be finding impeding your product、uh, progress. I should say, put into CTFO, or if you're in some other venture or what have you, how it fits in your scenario. Vacuum cleaners or a whole different world. That's selling furniture, whatever, whatever technology. So. Use a variety of marketing channels based on what you are doing, what you want to do, how you want to approach it. Position your product effectively. You can do that pretty well with CTFO, exclusivity technology, great sales team, great management, great marketing director, great company, financially solvent, a presence in many countries around the world and growing. If you're looking for that opportunity. And all the way up and down the rank scales, depending on your effort, your market, what you attain, what you share. You know, are you in both feet, part time, full time, some of the time? Happy client, I got both my hands raised. That's what works for me. What works for you? What are you yearning for? What are you looking for? If indeed you are. Build a relationship with key stakeholders, or you know, customers, clients, friends, whatever you do to nurture your market. Healthcare providers, insurers, other decision makers play a key role in determining what products, you know, company-wise, are used. Build relationships with stakeholders, or stockholders, or companies, whatever. Use what you know. Know who you use in. Business contacts, in that connotation of the word "use," you never use anybody. It's for information. Ask for referrals, Mr. And Mrs. Smith. In your presentation, if it isn't their cup of tea, more so if it is, eh, you know. But I mean, ask for the referral. Would you? Would you know anybody that might find this of interest? And would you be open in paying it forward or? Allowing me to have that information to go on my own volition, or would you put in a good word for me, or would there be a potentiality? Ask. You somewhat have to get out of your comfort zone, and I maybe—I don't preach anything. So the old adage, I may be preaching to the proverbial choir in the listening audience. I don't know what your expertise is or isn't. Unless you exchange that information at my message boards, which I'm going to get back to in a moment, we're just about to close for this segment. So we'll get into other elements of marketing and marketing 101, 
all that kind of crazy stuff. We've done that for five years and running, and you have that advantage each and every day, sales training-wise, at CTF. All those that are that are involved, whatever facet, or the opportunity to come in and listen, webinars, come in, come out, and then as y'all do your three-way calls and that type of thing, that's most assuredly still has its place as you put it in whatever your tool bag is. Your tool bag should be market sharing because you're not selling anything. If you are selling it, again, that might be impeding your process and progress, especially unique to these products, in my humble opinion, and it's certainly the company's conviction. So, public relations, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, be innovative, be independent, be you know. You certainly heard me talk about that. All in the guise of good business and staying within the rules and regulations. <laughs> no claims, but it is important to evaluate the results of your marketing campaign. Whatever you're doing, if you're selling gyrotors, nuts and bolts, airplane parts, whatever, whatever, and make adjustments as needed by tracking your results. Self-assess, self-journal, literally journal. Subjects for other shows that I do, but it's applicable to business journal as well. You can see the strategies are working and what are not. That should help you optimize your marketing efforts and get the most out of your budget, whatever that may be. In addition to the above strategies that I mentioned in the show, it's also important to focus on providing excellent customer service, of course. That includes being responsive to your customers' inquiries, providing any timely support. The company does the lion's share of that for you, and resolving any issues quickly and efficiently by providing excellent customer service. So, unique to whatever company, entity, present situation, whatever. If you don't have good customer support, it, it really doesn't matter what you're trying to share. It has to be all synchronized. Multifaceted, cohesive, and free-flowing. So, increasing marketing share for healthcare products most assuredly can be as challenging as anything else. However, the market is gonna boom. It already is, and more so with we we've got potentiality of every disease known to mankind revisiting ourselves now in this toxic planet, and it is revisiting us. And they are shows for another time and another place. Lots of times by design. We talk about those too. So increasing marketing share for healthcare products can be challenging. Using a variety of marketing channels, building relationships with whomever, however, stakeholders and stockholders. If you are at that level, that's my old corporate marketing sales way back speaking there. That's. Kind of conditional. Some of you may be doing that, and offering excellent customer service, of course, and increase awareness of your products for yourself by attracting new customers and sharing and looking and asking for the opportunity to do so. This is the essence of the word network. It's commonsensical. Network marketing. That's all I got. That's all I got for today. So, please continue to pay it forward. Take a look and listen to my other three facets of shows daily: holistic healing hour, mind, body, and soul, food for the mind, body, and soul. That's where my guests are usually housed. 
after taping, recording, and then YouTube channels. And I'm blessed that I'm on pretty much all the formats that you would hear podcast shows audio-wise. Again, that's due to yourselves paying it forward. This is how I do it in full retirement. Got a full bucket list in full retirement, self-enrichment, so forth. To include continuing to fortify myself by being a client of these fine products, five years in running, and I just did a handful of product videos and still shots yesterday. So check out my social media, CTFO website, any designable products, beach sales. Sales, sales team were applicable. Get in touch. Leave me messages at the message board. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye bye for now, and may God bless. Make it a safe and productive day. Peace, everybody. <clears throat> okay, welcome back. And we'll phase this out in another ten or twelve minutes. So. There's where the mentor moments in life, business, relationships. What I've found now in retirement. Mentors, mentor moments in business and in life. We've exchanged many of them over the last five years, indeed. So it's just an upsized list here, phasing out a little bit. In my humble opinion, and a very Long ago, far away, working career now. Especially when I was in business for myself, that's over and done with some five years ago now, broaching five. But I was a sole proprietor for broaching thirty years, well over twenty-five. Had my foot in the healthcare industry in one facet or many, what have you, for a number. Years, probably 50, and my working life in its entirety encompassed, if you count childhood entrepreneurship and so forth, 60 years out and about in the big bad business world, easily 55 years plus. So, life experience: falling off the bike, banging my knee many times, bleeding, all things we talked about. Having entrepreneurship, things that didn't pan out, a few that did, but always to pass on in life or business. I do this a lot. I try to with my granddaughter, especially when she was younger. So to be a good mentor in life and business, I would say you definitely need to be genuine. Caring, whatever capacity your mentorship is with your mentee, if you will, whatever that materializes as, be it CTFO in this business attribute, again in life and in business, 
You should feel like you have their best interests at heart, and if you don't, you shouldn't be in the industry, regardless of who you affiliate with. It has to emanate from within as well. This is caring and sharing. That's cool. So, in life and then in business, you can apply this if you know the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, where your set of shoes fits. Be knowledgeable and experienced. You should have a deep understanding of the field or industry that you're in, so your mentee is working with you, not for you, <laughs> not for you. Be patient, understanding. It takes time. Everything takes time. I've been the biggest proponent of the tortoise, and I hear myself being the tortoise forever in everything I've done. It's a choice. Be patient and understanding. It takes time for mentees to learn and grow. Be patient with them and offer support all along the way, especially if they seek it. And there's a fine line. Be a good listener. Take the time to listen to whatever their concerns and challenges are. Whatever you're doing in your mentor, a parent. <laughs> Offer advice and guidance, but don't necessarily tell them what to do. Guidance and dictation, or dictatorship, is you know, a couple of different categories. Be supportive, encouraging. Believe in what your mentees are doing and their ability to succeed. Encourage them. Offer encouragement. Offer praise. Especially when they achieve goals, especially the ones they set. <laughs> so I don't know. I've found in trying to practice it every every single day in retirement as well. And again, emphasis on that part-time share of these things business-wise. But set clear expectations at the beginning of any mentoring relationship. Discuss whatever expectations. There's going to be whatever the scenario may be with your mentee, or mentee's girl. Is that even? <laughs> It includes things like how much and how often you will meet, if and when and where and how, comfort zones, meetings, formalities, training, whatever and however your team develops and decides to participate. You need to see to you. But in whatever entity, business, and/or life and relation, you have to disseminate a course and apply your own dynamics and demographics and so on and so forth. Whether this is parental, business, life, your own business, brick and mortar store, these are just mentor moments in life. So be honest, be direct when giving feedback to a mentee. Honest and direct, not dictatorial. Well, a dick. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Be sure to deliver your feedback in a constructive and respectful way. Try to be a role model. Don't try to be an idol. <laughs> Mentees are awful. Very much times often given learning by watching their mentors in life and business, their dad, their grandfather, 
their parent, Uncle Charlie, a neighbor, a coach, or whatever. All of the above in a solid community. Be a role model, as best you can be. We're all human, those of us that are. By demonstrating the qualities you want them to have, such as professionalism, of course, integrity, and hard work. Nothing is easy. You're as successful as you decide to make yourself in whatever you do. And you do it. These are guidelines. Hmm. Guidelines is probably. Well, it is a broad-based definitional word. It's guidelines that worked for yours truly. Everybody has to adapt their own set of sneakers and comfort zone. Say potato or say potato. We've talked about that many times. That's a healthy part of life. Well, in business, you should do that with decorum and all of that. We, you know, no Jerry Springer and that crazy stuff. All right, mentoring, whatever. I'm gonna just close it out. I kind of do equate it to sports and maybe baseball in this case. I'm in the bullpen. I'm always ready. I'm Mariano Rivera back in the day. Always ready. You want me to start, coach? You want me to come in the fourth inning, extra innings? You going 20 innings today? You want me to pitch tomorrow? <laughs> you don't want me to pitch at all. Want me to sit down? Want me to stay in the bullpen? Goof around a little tiny bit, but that's always been my approach. But do keep in mind where I am again at in my life. I will always run the marathon, and I'm the biggest team supporter that's ever been anyway. But I ran my marathon. Now I run my races. That's part of my purpose. All right, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye bye for now, and may God bless. Peace, everybody.